0: Welcome to Meaning Over Money, a different kind of financial podcast where money is never about money. Welcome. Thank you so much for tuning in. We are so excited to have you here. We hope you're having an awesome week and regardless of when you listen to this, we hope it adds value to your journey. And if it does add value, it would mean the world to us. If you would share this with a friend or if you're using Apple to even rate and review our podcast, it makes a huge difference. There's a common belief in our society, and maybe it's just me, but I see it a lot. The common belief is this. If you make a decision and it doesn't go well, it's perceived as a bad decision. And if you make a decision and it goes really well, it's perceived as a good decision. And I couldn't disagree more with this. Sometimes we make good decisions that go really, really bad. It doesn't mean it was a bad decision. It could have still been a good decision. It just didn't go the way we thought it would. Conversely, sometimes we make bad decisions and they go really, really well. It doesn't mean it was a good decision. It just went well. And I think this is important. And, I'm, I'm gonna, and I think you'll understand why I'm bringing this up today. But I do think this is really important because I think it, it taints our perspective sometimes. We we'd make certain decisions And if it goes well, we just perceive holistically that that was a good decision, which will encourage us to make similar decisions later. And if we make a decision and it's bad, that will train our minds to believe that that was a bad decision, even if it wasn't. And so I have a couple examples I want to share just to highlight how this can potentially impact us and how it impacts me. I think back to earlier in my career, I started my career before the downturn. So things were really, really good. Things were hot in the commercial real estate market. And we made a couple investments that felt like good investments, but ultimately lost many, many millions of dollars. I don't even want to say it. I should probably keep that private, but we lost millions and millions of dollars on these on a, on a handful of investments. Now, that doesn't mean that those were bad investments. It doesn't mean we made bad choices. Now, on a couple of them maybe we did. But I think by and large, we made a good choice and it just didn't go well. Conversely, I've probably made investment choices that maybe weren't as good, that were fine that went well and so it's really easy when things go bad to look at and say that was a bad choice but the truth is we only know what we know we didn't we didn't know before the before the pandemic hit that we were going to enter in this season of covid and lockdowns we didn't know that i didn't know in the mid-2000s that the housing bubble was going to burst we didn't know that real estate was going to collapse we didn't know a lot of this stuff was going to happen now in hindsight, you could see a lot of the stuff and, and there was some silly things going on that were warning signs. Yeah, clear. Hindsight's always twenty twenty, But every time we make a decision, we only know what we know. Hindsight's clear, but in the moment, we only know what we know. It reminds me, I, I've mentioned it in a few episodes in the past, but my wife and I, we sold our house a couple of years ago. It was shortly after I left my career and I started my coaching business and started my speaking career. And and I went to my wife and and I pitched this idea to her and I said, Hey Sarah, what do you think of selling our house and renting a smaller town home for the season? And at the time we had a brand new, big and, and it was paid off house. And that was the culmination of many, many years of of work and intentionality. And we decided we were going to we sell the house and rent for a season. And, and here's a few reasons why we were going to rent. Number one, there was financial benefits to renting. And we'll talk more about that. How, do you, how can you sell a house that's paid off to go rent and have your house payment go up and have it be a financial benefit? Well, We won't get into that today, but we will get into it in a future episode. So there were some financial benefits to selling the home, in renting. And in the season where we were taking a 90% pay cut, this financial benefit was really going to help ease the burden for me as I'm trying to navigate our, our family's income because my wife stays at home. So that was one reason. Another reason was we were planning on spending big chunks of our year in Asia. And we thought to ourselves, well, it would be nice if we didn't have this house to deal with, with, you know, if, if water leaks or, pipes freeze or whatnot, landscaping and snow removal and watering the grass and mowing, all that stuff. And we thought, well, if we just rent, we won't have to deal with that and we can go freely and go to Asia and go spend a month or two months or three months over there. So that made a lot of sense. Also, we thought, well, let's move to a neighborhood. Let's get a townhome in a neighborhood where we can walk to the parks and restaurants and bars and coffee shops and the movie theater and just have a walkable life because we're going to be out and about. We're not going to be home that much. We're going to be out and about. We're going to be living this really fun life, being intentional with our family, with our little children. And we had toddlers at the time. And so this made a lot of sense. I didn't know my wife was going to go for it, actually, when I proposed this idea. And within 10 seconds, she said, yeah, we should do that. Let's sell our house. Um, I was kind of hoping she was going to talk me out of it. uh, But... As we talked about it a little bit more, we realized this was a great decision for our family, and we felt convicted in this, and we were excited. How did it play out? Well, it took a lot longer to sell our house than we thought. That whole thing was a train wreck. It was an absolute train wreck. It took us about six months to sell our house when we thought it would take us six days. Um, That didn't go so hot. So we did sell our house and we moved, we moved into this townhome and it's great. We're looking forward to the spring and the summer and we are going to go we're going to go travel to Asia. We're going to be out and about. It's going to be great except COVID. COVID hits and all of a sudden we're not traveling and we're not even going out to to do things because we're in this lockdown and so all of a sudden all of our plans fall apart. Everything we thought we were going to do fell apart. And so here we were trying to navigate life with two toddlers in a small town home and we were kind of stuck there. And it was kind of, it was just worst case scenario for us. It was not ideal. And we could have easily have looked back and said, oh, we made a big mistake. We shouldn't have sold our house. That was a dumb mistake. Bad, bad choice. We could have done that, but we didn't. We, we, we only knew what we knew at the time. We didn't know we were going to get hit by a global pandemic. We didn't know that's how life was going to play out. We didn't know it would take that long to sell the house. We didn't know we'd just stop traveling when our life was travel. We didn't know we'd stop traveling for a year and a half. We didn't know this, and that's okay. It didn't mean it was a bad decision. It just meant it played out differently than we thought. So in hindsight, one could, th- could say, and people have said this to me, They said, boy, Travis, I bet you wish you wouldn't have sold your house. That was a bad mistake. It wasn't a mistake. We made the right choice. And it didn't play out in our favor. And we're okay with that. Because we made the best decision with the information that we had at hand. And I think back to the story of Cole and his wife, Kate, paying off $43,000 of debt in, in 11 months. And Cole left his job after three weeks. Three weeks in, he left his job, didn't even tell her, he just quit his job and went home. Now, I think I think that was probably a bad decision, and I don't know, we should ask Cole what he thinks, I think that was probably a bad decision, but it actually worked out really well for them. Um, he ended up jumping into his new career, he started his business, and it went really well, and they paid off all their debt, and the rest is history, and, and it's a great story, I love telling it, I love hearing it, but I think that was probably a bad decision. But it went well. And because it went well, it doesn't mean it was a good decision. It just meant it went well. And so I think that's an example. I think a couple other other examples of this. I think back into when I was a little bit younger, looking at my sports teams. I'm from Illinois. I look at the Bears. And the Bears got Jay Cutler. At the time, it, it kind of felt like a really good decision. Jay Cutler was probably the best quarterback the Bears had had in a long time. And I think there was a collective excitement for what was about to happen, and it didn't go well. And as a Bears fan, it was disappointing, it was often frustrating, and you just wanted to pull your hair out because it never panned out to what we thought it would be as fans. Now, that doesn't mean it was a bad decision. I think, I think people would collectively at the time view it as a good decision, it just didn't play out that way. Maybe switch sports. I grew up in the 90s in Illinois. West of Chicago. so my my childhood was the, was the Bulls. And so Michael Jordan, he he leaves, he goes and plays baseball, and he comes back, and they have an opportunity to get Dennis Rodman, who was an enemy of the Bulls. and and just by all accounts, just a bad apple, not somebody you want in your organization, especially an organization like the Bulls who are winners. like they are winners. They are crushing teams and and winning titles. and all of a sudden, here's Dennis Rodman who has a bad history with the Bulls, with Scottie Pippen, with Michael Jordan. And they bring in Dennis Rodman. And I think collectively we're thinking, holy cow, this is a bad decision. He's going to ruin your chemistry. It's not going to work. There goes this great title run that we have. I think some people, I don't know if people thought it was going to ruin the title run, but I think people were like, that, that was not a good decision. This, this may end quickly and it may end bad. But lo and behold, It worked. It worked. And so it, it might not have been a good decision. I don't know. I think, I think if I look back to what we knew at the time, it was probably a bad decision. But then again, I'm not a GM. But it worked. It ended up working really well. And the rest is history, six titles. And there was a second three-peat there with, with Rodman on the team. It, it went really well. So I, I think sometimes we make questionable decisions, maybe bad decisions, and it goes really well. And sometimes we make good decisions and it doesn't go well. So sometimes we win, sometimes we lose, it just is. And all we can do is make the best decision that we can and be okay with however it plays out. So what does this have to do with money and life and and why are we talking about this? Well, I think there's a couple things in our society that really fall into this bucket of good decisions and bad decisions and how we perceive them. I think debt is a great example. Most debt is a really, really bad decision, but when times are good, it looks like it's a good decision. It can go really well. I think, I think back to leading up to 2008, debt was kind of good. Debt was a good thing in my life, and debt was a good thing in a lot of people's life, and it went really well until the moment it, it didn't. And I look back at the last decade, we are back to fueling our lives with debt. We're treating debt as if it's an amazing tool. It's a tool and you borrow people's money at low rates and you invest it at higher rates and it looks good. That doesn't mean it was a good decision just because it's gone well for the last five, six, seven, eight years. It's not a good decision, but it's played out pretty well. And I think the opposite might be true. In the personal financial world, especially on Twitter and Instagram, what we're seeing is people are saying paying off debt is stupid. Why would you pay off debt that's at a low interest rate when the stock market has absolutely crushed it? That's a, They're saying that's a bad decision. I don't think so. Just because people paid off a bunch of debt and they lost out on the opportunity to have that money invested at a higher rate, it doesn't mean it was a bad choice. It just means it, it went a little differently than we thought. I'll never regret paying off our debt, paying off our house. I'll never regret that. Even though mathematically, in hindsight, knowing what we know today, I'm probably not as well off financially because of that. And so it's really easy to reverse engineer and look back and say, oh, what a bad decision. Travis, if you wouldn't have paid off your house and if you would have invested in blah, 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 then you'd have more money. That doesn't mean it was a bad decision. I'd say that was the best decision we ever made. And I think buying individual stocks is another example. This is the one that is going to bite this generation. It's going to bite, especially the young men. It's going to bite people bad because we're we're buying individual stocks and we're making good money. And it looks like a good decision. This way of investing, these particular decisions are paying off. And we're looking like geniuses. But just because we look like a genius today does not mean we made a good decision. And I think when the clock stops, bad things are going to happen. I I think people need to be cautious. And just because things have gone well, it doesn't mean it was a good decision. It could have easily gone the other way. And it will go the other way in probably not that long from now. And so I think we really need to, to take a step back and ask ourselves, is this a good decision? And not look at the outcome to decide. The outcome's great. We want the outcome to be great. I hope everyone's outcome for everything is awesome. Good decision, bad decision. I like when people have good outcomes. I celebrate good outcomes. I have clients that make questionable decisions. And when they do, I I cheer for it to go well. I want it to go well for them. And so I don't say, "Ooh, that was a bad decision. I hope they fail. I, I don't want that. I want people to succeed. I want people to do well. I don't want people to hurt. It hurts me watching others hurt. That's why I do what I do. That's why I I talk about these things. I want people to thrive and to, to be free from the stress and the burden. I don't want the relationships to feel that tension. I want them to be awesome. I want people to simply live a meaningful life. That's what I want. And so when we make our financial decisions, we need to simply make good decisions. We need to trust the process and be okay with however it plays out. And when we make a decision and we fall flat on our face, like when I sold my house and it, it everything went against me on that, we need to look at that and ask ourselves, was that a bad decision? And no matter how bad that went for Sarah and I, I can't look back and think that was a bad decision because all the reasons we did it were the right reasons. We did the right thing for the right reasons. And it just didn't go the way we thought it was going to. And I'm okay with that. Because I know more times than not, over the long run, when we make good decisions, when we do the right thing for the right reasons, it will play in our favor. And this is one of the times it didn't. And it was a biggie for us. But we trust in the process of doing the right thing for the right reasons. And I would ask you to also to think about it, when you'd make a decision and it goes really well, really look at it and ask, why did it go really well? Did it go really well because it was a great decision or did it go really well because of some other thing? We need to ask ourselves this because what we don't want is to make a decision that was actually a bad decision that went really well, make us think that was a good decision and that was the turning point that led us to a critical mistake down the road because we trained our brain to think that was a good decision. And ultimately it was the thing that took us down. And that's happening to a lot of people. It happened. I watched it happen in 2008, 2009, and we're about ready to watch it happen here again soon. And I don't want you to be one of them. I want you to, to see your way through this and not be fooled by a bad mistake or a bad decision, but was masquerading as a good decision. And so I hope this helps. I hope it helped you look at things a little differently. I hope you can learn from some of my failings and some of my mistakes Because I think we can all learn from each other. And this is an episode I I really would like, if you have an example of this, if you have an example of a good decision gone wrong or a bad decision gone right, can you tell us about it? We would love to collect some examples of this because I think these stories are powerful. I think some of them are funny. Some of them are inspiring. Some of them are sad. Some of them are exhilarating. And so if you have any, we would love to hear from you. And you can connect with us outside of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Meaning Over Money. You can find me, Travis Shelton, on Instagram. You can find our YouTube channel. And of course, you can find Meaning Over Money, our financial course for young adults, where we teach young adults how to live for the meaning and not for the money. And that's at meaningover.money. And podcast listeners, please don't pay full price. If you want to buy one of our courses, you could get 25% off by using the promo code PODCAST25, PODCAST25. And that might be a good next step if you're ready to go deeper. But if not, we hope you continue to enjoy the podcast and we hope it adds value to your journey. Take care, guys.